Hello, hello, and welcome. You are listening to the Sacred Slut Podcast, hosted by me, Becca Kavanaugh. This podcast is for you if you are ready to live a life full of pleasure, passion, and prosperity through your feminine flow and magnetism. This podcast will give you everything you need to step into your power, embrace your inner slut, and fall in love with being a woman even in today's society. Every week, we cover topics like spirituality, relationships, sex, pleasure, and living a pussy-led life. I have used these tools and teachings to create a business from flow, reignite passion in my relationships, have mind-blowing sex, and manifest the really big stuff like my dream apartment, soulmate clients, and money in my bank account. And I did all this while prioritizing pleasure and embracing my feminine radiance. So now I teach my clients to create their own version of success through the power of their pleasure and live a life that turns them the fuck on. The thoughts and perspectives I share on the show are my own through the lens of my lived experience as a privileged, white, cis, straight, abled, bodied woman. I do fully believe that living a pleasure-filled life is inclusive and possible for everyone. And I am always open to receiving feedback on which I can improve. All in all, take what feels really good and pleasure-filled and leave the rest. I want you to think of this podcast as your weekly dose of pleasure that will get your juices flowing and leaving you craving for more. I am so turned on to have you here, so let's just dive in. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Sacred Slut Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here today. How are you doing? Like, honestly. How are you doing? How you feeling? Check in with yourself right now. Mm, take a nice deep breath. Hello and welcome to the podcast, you guys. So before we begin today's episode, um, hello, we hit 5,000 listens. That's fucking insane, guys. I am so, so grateful. This honestly is the growth that the podcast has had in the last couple months is absolutely insanity, and it's all thanks to you guys. And I just love and appreciate every one of you that you guys are like religiously listening to the podcast and sharing it with people that you know and everything, sharing it on your Instagram stories, tagging me in it. I love to see it, and I just appreciate you guys so, so much because as you guys know, like I love this podcast. It's probably the thing that I love to create the most. It's the most fun for me. And it is honestly the place that I feel the best in when I create content. And I get to like connect with you guys. I get to like, you know, share parts of my story and my life with you guys on a deeper level that my other content doesn't see, right? And I just want to say like, I literally have been dreaming about this. I have been manifesting this to have my own podcast and I didn't think that it would come as quickly as it has. So I thank you guys so, so much from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing it. And I just can't believe the amount of growth that the podcast has had in the last couple months. I think I posted the first podcast episode in around May of last year. And 
but I wasn't consistently posting on the podcast till about July. So from like July to December, um, had 3000 listens, um, in total. And then from, (laughs) uh, January to now, which is the beginning of March, we've grown by 2000 listens, which is absolutely insane. So that's like almost doubled in a next couple months. So again, thank you so much. This is literally a dream and I love to create this content and I can't wait to see this podcast grow even more. So please keep sharing. Please keep listening. Obviously, please keep giving me feedback. I love to hear from you guys. Um, Slide into my DMs, whatever it may be. Thank you so much for listening to this. And I'm going to get on with the episode now, but I just am on cloud nine. (laughs) It's so cool. It's so cool to see like a manifestation happening in real time, right? So anyways, guys, today we have kind of um, a different fun. Is it fun and different? I don't fucking know. It's... (laughs) It's something that I was I just actually went on a walk and I I had a different idea plan for this um podcast episode but then I went on a walk and I literally just got this hit of like intuition or like download and I was like I need to fucking share this right now before I like forget it how to like write it down everything like that um so today we're going to be talking about like being supported, whether that's in your life or your business or your relationship or whatever it may be. It's all about being supported and how being supported can actually enhance your life altogether. But if you don't feel safe in being supported, then you're going to block it or reject it a lot. So I kind of want to just like dive into like some of the different pieces of this, why this may be happening, if you're kind of experiencing experiencing this yourself and also what to kind of bring your awareness to so that way you can be more um, in your receiving and be more um, open to being supported and feeling safe within that, right? So I hear this from a lot of women, obviously, is that it's something that we don't feel safe, right? A lot of women, unfortunately, we have trauma or we've been, let's be honest, shamed for like ever relying on people, even though men, it's like a-okay for them to like rely on us. But that's another topic for another day. (laughs) But a lot of the times women, especially, or like maybe in childhood, this is very prominent as well, is like, maybe you leaned on somebody or like put all your trust in somebody and they like totally didn't have your back or they didn't fully support you in that or whatever it may be. Um, For example, when like one of my exes, he used to do this all the time to me. I just like, yeah, totally toxic, but he would always just like never make me feel supported, even though like physically he was rather supportive, I guess, or like in a way that was very surface level, like he was very materialistic and all these things. But like when it came to like my dreams and my visions for my life and the world and everything like that, he would just completely not support that or like turn me down or whatever it may be, right? So that is such a bringing that awareness at the time, it seemed so subtle, right? But this instilled a trust in like a, a feeling in me that I couldn't trust people to like hold my vision, right? And I think when we think about trust or 
leaning on somebody or being supported by somebody, we think of it in a very physical way, but we often dismiss like the emotional aspects of things, right? But we need both. We honestly need both. And that's why like it's so important to have a bunch of different people to lean on for different things. And we're going to kind of talk about this a little bit more in depth later in the episode, but kind of bringing your awareness of like, you know, it's okay to be really supported by everyone in your life and not just like your SO, because I feel like we put so much pressure, society especially, we put so much pressure on like our significant other to completely like do all the things for us and support us in all the ways. And honestly, like it takes a fucking village, right? We, I think, you know, when you think about past generations and how much more like support and community they had over nowadays, it's like a lot different, right? (laughs) And I think a lot of the times we often demonize or like punish or shame women, women especially, right? For leaning on or getting support from others, right? We often demonize women that have children for getting support by like their family or, you know, whoever, right? Because, or babysitter or nanny, whatever, because it's like, oh, you know what? You can't do it yourself. Like you should be able to do all the things. What happened to that boss mom mentality bullshit that is like basically keeping us from being supported and receiving to like our fullest capacity, right? Because there's this underlying feeling of guilt, The underlying feeling of guilt or feeling like a burden or being like, what will people think of me? Will they think I'm less of a mother, less of a partner, whatever it may be, um, et cetera, et cetera, right? So this is kind of like the background chatter that happens in our minds, whether we know it or not. And I feel like it's just been so normalized to a certain extent that we might not even see it. And we often kind of develop this hyper-independence, right? This independence of like, I which is like such a trauma response, (laughs) but we glamorize it. We glamorize this like hyper-independence mentality, this very like boss babe, this very like, I do all the things. I don't need no man. I don't need anybody in my life. I'm fine. I got it all taken care of, blah, 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 blah. And like, sure. Okay. I understand. But also like life is so much fucking better when you let people do things for you. Like, full stop. You know, it's just so much better when you're fully supported. So let's, I'm getting ahead of myself as always, but (laughs) so let's kind of talk about like this feminine side of things. Cause you guys know this is my jam and this is why I like to talk about. So thinking of it in the lens of being more in your feminine or wanting to be more in your quote unquote feminine, right? As you probably already know, and if you've listened to my other podcast episodes, I talk about how like the feminine is the receiving end, the receiving energy, right? And not that she's, the feminine isn't like dismissive or like, not dismissive, um, wrong word, like uh, not submissive, but like God, what's the word? Like a doormat, I guess? Like submissive? I don't know. Anyway, you guys know what I'm saying. Like it's more of this – she's not um, just passive. Passive was the word I was thinking of. Um, So she's not passive. It's just that she can receive on such a more depth 
in-depth level, right? And it's more of the being energy instead of like the do, 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 the go, go, go energy. And as you probably already know, you need both, right? You need your masculine and your feminine. They need to be balanced and they serve um, different purposes, right? And the same goes for like our relationships. The same goes for any type of <laughs> support system or anything like that. You have to have that balance of that giving, that receiving, that ebb and that flow, right? And so a lot of the times if we are constantly doing or constantly giving or, you know, basically burning the our candle at both ends, right? Burning whatever, burning ourselves out, and then we feel resentful towards others, right? And then we feel resentful towards that other people aren't like meeting us where we are at, even though that energy of like the constant doing, the constant going, the constant like just you know, not giving yourself that chance to be in that receiving energy, not slowing down, not letting people do things for you, whether no matter how small it is, right, or communicating what you actually want, you are going to easily burn yourself out. And then when other people don't meet you there, you're going to resent that. And then that is that energy that is blocking you from actually, from people actually meeting you in that energy, right? And it's not necessarily relying on people. It's not expecting people to do things for you. That's the energy that we want to move away from because that is where that resentment starts to build over time, right? When you expect it or you like, you know, put pressure on it, that is where you're not going to be able to fully receive, right? Because you're going to be blocking yourself from fully receiving it. And we want to think of this as like an overflow, right? The receiving the feminine, she's already, her cup is filled. She takes care of herself. She puts herself first and she's filled up. And now anything else she receives is just an overflow. She's not relying on others or things to fill up her cup. She's doing that herself and then letting others meet her in that energy, right? And I think we often do this um, because we don't, want to feel like a burden. I think that that on top of like any type of trauma that maybe we had as a child of like being neglected or being like feeling like a burden, like maybe your parents made you feel like a burden or whatever it may be because that unfortunately is a lot of child's parent dynamics. Um but also like the feeling of a burden of like guilt and um shame of letting other people do things for you, like as if I know that a lot of the times women can feel uncomfortable with like people going out of their way to do things for them, even though they do that for people on so many levels, right? Um, and then there's kind of this energy too of like, we want it so badly. And so we're like that desperate energy, right? Ugh. That's not a, that's not the receiving energy, right? When we're in that like desperate pressure filled, like white knuckling energy that I talk about a lot, um, which kind of comes from that like hustle mentality of well of like, um, if I do just enough, maybe I'll be worthy, right? And that's kind of the key here. It's this worthiness. Am I worthy to fully receive this? Am I worthy to have people show up for me the way I show up for them? Am I showing up for people in order to like compensate and get that worthiness, right? So there's so there's so many different ways that this kind of shows up in our world and our lives. And 
originally this energy comes from within us, right? And we often will project these energies onto other people, right? And if we don't feel comfortable or safe with like receiving, then we are not going to be able to let other people show up for us in that energy. But also we will like shame other people for being able to receive on a level that we really want to receive at, right? So it's kind of like a double-edged sword here. And (laughs) you really have to find like your own balance when it comes to that, right? So again, the balancing of the energies of the masculine and the feminine. So I think um, a lot of this as well comes from like healing our wounds around relationships or sisterhood or inner child healing, all that, because that is where these kind of core beliefs or feelings of unworthiness or the feelings of not being able to trust others stem from possibly our lived experiences around this, right? Or that we make it mean something around about us if we let other people support us in a way that maybe we don't feel completely comfortable with, whether that's like financially or physically or whatever it may be, right? Um, So for example, I, my birthday is coming up soon. Hello, um, Miss Aries queen over here. Um, (laughs) My birthday's on the 29th of March and I am big on my birthday. And I'm not afraid to say it. I'm a true Aries and I love my fucking birthday and I love to be the center of attention and I love that shit, right? But for so long, I would like put um, the things that I wanted for my birthday into other people's hands, right? It's like I had a whole fucking plan of what I wanted for my birthday and I would expect others to like meet in that without like actually communicating what I wanted And I think this stems from, like, A, being kind of, like, immature at the time when I was younger, right? But also this mentality of, like, which I see this on fucking TikTok all the time, which is, like, anyway, that's another another day, another podcast, Um, which is that saying of, like, he if he wanted to, he would, right? So if people really loved me, then they would show up for me in the way that I want them to show up for me even though I've never communicated how I want them to show up for me, right? Um, So, you know, when it comes to like my birthday, right, I've learned over time and also I've learned how to speak on what I advocate for myself, right? I've been able to create this system in myself that I don't make it fucking, I mean, I make it about me, right? But I don't make it mean something about me that I'm wanting something for my birthday, right? I don't make myself, I don't make the story of myself of like, oh, I'm fucking needy or I'm a fucking burden. If I ask my friends to like do X, Y, and Z for me, right? Or if I ask my partner to do X, Y, and Z for me, right? Then I'm a fucking burden, Or hell, like if I do shit for myself for my birthday, am I going to make the people around me feel like they didn't do enough for me or whatever may be, right? And really like just like shedding those old fucking beliefs. And those beliefs come from like our society, right? Or like these messages that our significant other should do everything for us. And if they don't, then there's something wrong with us or there's something wrong with them or they don't love us enough or blah, 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 all that bullshit. So so basically now it's like, my birthday's coming up and I'm telling like my friends like, hey, this is exactly what I want. And I am going to basically lay the groundwork and be like, this is what I want. And 
all I ask is that you're there. You're there to witness me. You're there to celebrate me. This is kind of like the energy or the vibe that I want. This is where I want to go. This is how I want things to go, right? You know, kind of like laying out that framework. And I will be happy with just that, right? I will be happy with just that. And then I let them do even more for me, right? So it's this like, I already filled my cup by showing you exactly what I wanted, showing you the framework of what I wanted, right? Not saying that I'm going to like, it needs to be perfect to a T, right? But I have laid out the groundwork of what I already want. And now anything extra, I am just going to be able to receive with these. It's just going to be fucking overflow, right? It's just going to make it even fucking better. Do I expect it? No, but I will definitely, definitely let people show up for me in any way that they is in their, within their capacity, right? Because we can't expect people to show up the way that we want to show up in the world, right? And how I celebrate my birthday might be different than how somebody else will celebrate their birthday, right? And I have to be willing to meet people in the middle, if not further than the middle, when it's something that I want for myself, right? And there's no shame in asking the people around me like, hey, this is what I want. This is what will make me feel special. I want to celebrate my birthday. This is how I want things to go. It's my fucking day. If you want me to, if you want to meet me there, great. If you don't, then I will like do it myself, right? And there's absolutely no shame in asking other people to show up for you that way. And you have to let them decide if they have the capacity, right? Stop being like, oh my God, I feel like a burden or, oh my God, I feel so guilty or Ooh, who am I to ask for this? Like, no, like I am showing up within this energy and they have to decide if they have that capacity. That is not my job to decide for them if they have that capacity, right? So again, kind of using this, um, you know, coming back to like, this ego and limited belief of like, they should know. And if they love me, we need to stop putting our worth into somebody else's hands, right? You just need to ask for what you want, right? And we also do this with so many other things in our life. We're talking about relationships, but we also do this with money, right? Rejecting money or like not asking for the full amount of money that you desire, right? And we feel like if we have a lot of money, then it means something about us, right? Or if we don't have a lot of money, then it means something about us, right? So if we don't have a lot of money, we're like, oh my God, we're not worthy. I'm not worthy of having money. I don't feel like, you know, special or whatever it may be. And then if we have a lot of money, we're like, oh, I feel like, I feel guilty for having this money, so I'm going to go and sabotage it and spend it because I don't feel safe in holding all of this, right? And again, it's like, are you going to let money show up for you? Are you going to let money, like, are you going to just show up and do the things that you want to do and feel really good in your body? And if money shows up, are you going to keep rejecting it, right? I think we do this a lot with, like, things that are really small, and we're like, oh, whatever, five, ten dollars, whatever, not a big deal. We often easily reject that or like don't see the value in that. But then, like, if it's a big amount, we'll be like, oh my God, I can't receive this. Or, you know, what does this mean about me if I receive this type of money or if I charge this amount or whatever it may be? Like, what if it just like didn't mean anything about you, right? What if the only sole purpose was that it meant that you could like fill up your cup even more, that it meant that you will have an overflow? What if it just meant that that and that's it, right? And 
And the same goes for people. It's like we need to stop projecting our own beliefs onto others, right? Which is like this guilt and the shame or like feeling weird around money or whatever it may be. We need to stop projecting that onto other people, right? And understand that if people are not willing to meet you at the level or like price or whatever it may be, that it doesn't mean anything about you and it doesn't mean anything about them. Maybe they're just not in that space right now, right? For my birthday, if I put out the framework and my friends are like, hey, I can't do that or I don't feel comfortable doing that or I don't want to do that or whatever it may be, that doesn't mean that they don't fucking love me or value me, right? And that doesn't mean that I was too much and I asked for too much. It just doesn't mean it. It doesn't mean anything, right? So kind of coming back to that and like removing our identity and our worth and everything like that around these things will help you show up so much better in life, right? And it will be able to, you'll be able to be supported so much better and you will be able to receive a lot more fully and embody that receiving than if you keep rejecting it or like pushing it away or sabotaging it, right? And then just coming back to the belief that like, When people support you fully, then that means that you can show up in the best version of yourself, right? And in a way, like no matter what it may be, let's say it's like, you know, like if you're hiring a coach or a mentor or an employee or maybe even like a babysitter or how like help around the house or whatever it may be, it's like I'm letting other people share their gifts and zone of genius with me because my life is so much better when everybody is doing like the things that they excel at and are good at, right? So if I have the luxury to outsource things, life is so much better when I'm incredibly fucking supported and I can just focus on the things that are going to bring me so much pleasure and joy And that's it, right? And it doesn't mean I'm selfish and it doesn't mean that I'm like shady or whatever. I don't need to feel guilty around that. Like I get to show up fully for others just how I want others to show up fully for me, right? So, and honestly, I don't think a lot of us, myself included, right? Like I don't think many of us know what it feels like to be genuinely supported, right? Where you can like, completely lean on people that you trust and like completely and embody that receiving, right? And I honestly believe though that like the more we can rely on others, the more we will be able to expand our capacity to receive, right? I think of this of like, I even find myself still slipping up when it comes to worthiness and when it comes to feeling like a burden or feeling like I'm annoying, right? This shows up in a lot of ways. And I feel like you don't necessarily see it unless you're doing like the inner work and you're becoming more aware or if you're like pushing your edges to things, right? So, you know, I pushed my edge. I got a coach, right? And I, I'm i paying this coach, right? And we get like messenger access, right? This is what I do with my clients as well, <laughs> which is so funny because I don't feel this way about my clients. But um. But it's like my own story. It's my own shit that I have to get over, right? So this is just a prime example of that, of like, even though I am paying my coach, (laughs) I still sometimes slip up and go, oh my God, I I don't want to message her again. Or like, what if she thinks I'm annoying? Am I like being a burden or yada, yada, yada? Like, I'm paying her. (laughs) 
<laughs> and it still shows up, right? And the whole reason I hired her was to have that support, was to feel really fucking good and to be supported in like all my ebbs and flows when it comes to owning a business, right? And that is the reason I hired her. And that's the reason I wanted to work with her because I knew that we would be able to be like, she would be able to show up for me and support me in that. And it is so fucking beautiful. Like knowing how I have ran a business by myself, not being supported for so, so long. And now having this support system is absolutely amazing. It's like, oh my God, I should have done this sooner. Right. And that's, that's what it is. It's like, when you finally, I mean, this was all part of my journey, right? I had to heal a lot of my feelings around sisterhood wounds, around women supporting me. This was something I struggled with a lot, right? And feeling safe with other women, this was something I needed to heal in order to like take this next step of fully being able to receive and not feeling like a burden with my coach, even though still I'm like pushing my edges and it's still like comes up from now and again, right? But then I have to come back to that belief of like, I'm worthy of being taken care of. Like I'm worthy of being so, so fucking supported. And the more I grow my business, the more I'm going to be able to support others, but also get even more support for myself, right? So coming that that back to that belief, gosh, I'm just like tripping over my words here. I'm getting so excited. Um, but so I guess just to like give a little recap, you know, coming back to like, it doesn't mean anything about you. You're allowed to create your own fucking rules when it comes to this. Heal your fucking sister wounds, your inner child wounds, all that shit, right? And show up and let like everybody in your life support you, not just your significant other. Let other people support you because life is so much fucking beautiful, a lot more fun and pleasurable if you let people support you and show up for you and let them support you in shit that lights them the fuck up, right? Let them support you in their zone of genius, right? Let them support you in ways that feel really fucking good to them, right? Because then that way their cup is full, your cup is full, and we just get to like feed off of that beautiful receiving amplified energy. So this leads me to, if you guys want to hear more about this and the worthiness piece about this, especially when it comes to money, I'm doing a special masterclass for you guys. It's called the Wealthy and Worthy Masterclass. It's going to be on March 26th at 11 a.m. Pacific time. I will leave the link down in the show notes for you guys so that way you can sign up. But in this class, I'm going to teach you on how to embody the energy of money and receiving it. So just like kind of how we talked about in this podcast episode, I want to help you get neutral with money and see it as a tool for your expansion. So that way you can expand your pleasure, your profit potential and your pleasure potential, let's be honest, and receive and expand your capacity to not just receive money, but also be able to feel safe and holding it as well. And I fully believe that strategy around money will only get you so far, but this is where we need to bring in more of the feminine energy when it comes to money and move through anything that may be blocking you around like your worth and and around your limited beliefs behind that. So link is down in the show notes for you guys to get in for the pre-sale price. If you're listening to this in 
right now this week that this has gone out. So make sure to check if it's still the pre-sale price. It's at $20. This is going to be a two hour masterclass with a live Q and a, and you guys will get lifetime access to the replay of this as well. So that is a freaking steal. You guys, I am so, so excited and jazzed to share this with you. So the energy and the expansion and the energy in this just going to be mwah, beautiful. So get in, get your tickets and yeah, just, just get in. Okay. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. Love you. And I'll talk to you next. Thank you so much for listening to the Sacred Slip Podcast. I hope this episode has your juices flowing and has you feeling inspired to create your own version of a pleasure-filled life. I would love, love, love it if you could leave this podcast a rating and review, hopefully five stars. This really helps out the podcast to reach more women like yourself so that way we can empower each other and create a beautiful community. If this episode has brought you value, please share it with a friend, a family member, your partner, a coworker, or even on your social media. If you do post on your social media, make sure to tag me at Becca Jo Kavanaugh on your Instagram. So that way I can thank you and send you so much love. Also make sure you are subscribed to the podcast so that way you never miss an episode. If your pussy and intuition is craving more and to dive deeper into this work, check out my website and ways that you can work with me through my signature courses and intimate coaching containers. Sending you so, so much love, and I will talk to you on the next episode. Bye, sluts.